Welcome guys to Fab Five Fab Five Films Podcast. And um in this podcast we basically discuss our individual personal um top five films by with a specific actor. Um these are complete opinion pieces, it's just from our personal experience. We've not necessarily seen all the films by that actor either. These are just from what we've seen. Um, but basically we pick our top five individually, then we come together and create like the ultimate top five films that we would recommend from our viewing experience to the viewers and the listeners of this podcast. Um, I'm your host, Olivia Blair. And I am the co-host, Samantha Inman, but I'll just be Sammy. That's yeah. cool. Much easier <laughs> to remember. Um, so this week we are discussing the icon herself, Meryl Streep. Yes. And our top five. I, we're, yes. <laughs> we're far too excited. You can literally yes. see us both like, yes, Meryl Streep. Oh my gosh. The um, legend, the icon. And who else to pick, like, for the first exactly. episode. Perfect. Go big pick. or go home, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we're going to discuss our top five. We're going to kind of take it in turns. Yeah. You know, I'll say one, or Sammy will say one, I'll say one, and then it'll go back and forth. Then we're going to fight our way into getting our favourites yeah, exactly. into that list. Exactly. But um, we're, we're probably going to agree on the majority of them. So it might I think there's, too I think there's, to be fair, I think there's a few that are just so iconically Meryl Streep that you can't not love them. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so... But I think we do have a good selection of her early work, um, and then some of her later work, and then some of her really much more recent work. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So really excited about that. So yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna so, be good. So um, let's see. My, if I'll go, I'll go ahead and you start. Go, yeah. Um, so probably my number one favorite, um, is also I think one that you absolutely adore is um none other than Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, boy. Uh, it's it is just absolute acting perspective wise mm-hmm. acting perspective wise it's absolutely gold um and yeah. it's art it's genuinely beautiful and it gives you also kind of an insight into an industry that you really don't get a lot of films Definitely. done about oh my god yeah um so that's part of the reason one reason why i love it is the fact that you get kind of a perspective into the fashion industry oh yeah but you also get a perspective and really early look at some like now really famous actors like oh, Emily Blunt is yeah there. I know um and she's like so new, like so new to Hollywood at that point that you don't even really recognize her no I know yeah um yeah. and Anne Hathaway obviously you she's there in Hollywood already at that time but it is still one of her earlier films it is, yeah, yeah. um but let's face it Meryl Streep absolutely carries the weight of that film oh, and of that yeah. character and I love that. oh my god and Stanley Tucci and her oh, dynamic I love it I love so Stanley I mean he's absolute gold he's yeah. just I mean he's in a couple of other films and he I mean several other films sorry. yeah <laughs> but he's in a couple of other films that I absolutely just adore oh gosh, we'll have yeah. to do him at some point yeah um but he plays kind of that not so much comedic relief, but the much more of like realistic life. Yeah, yeah. You know, give her advice type character, um, which is just, and he's so well suited to it. And I've heard he's like a really good human being. Like I would yeah, love to meet I've him. heard good things. I've heard, heard really good things. good things. But Meryl is just sheer gold. She is absolutely gold in that film. Amazing, and like I just think she. 
well, obviously, you know she was a method actor. I didn't yeah. know she was a method actor. I just didn't ever think about it. But she just really does embody that kind of, like, don't mess with me yeah. vibe. Without coming off aggressive. Yeah. It's really, like, a laid-back kind of, like, I know you're not going to mess with me because yeah. I am who I am. But let's but let's face it, that... Because um, also in that industry, being... Um, <coughs> sorry. Being in... Uh, leader of a magazine, leader of, you know, fashion industry in any capacity, still to this day is oh, very male dominated. So you kind of have to be a little hostile. You kind of have yeah. to be a little aggressive and you kind of have to be very opinionated mm-hmm. and you got to stick to your guns because if you don't, there's a mountain of men who are in the fashion industry or oh, even a God. mountain of women now. Yeah. Who will cut your throat? Exactly, exactly. And like we um, were talking about it the other day, like going through all our designers, and then yeah. you sit there and go, "They're all, all men." men. Tom all of Ford, our, like, some and, of our favorites are all you know, men. Karl Lagerfeld, you're like, yeah. these are all men, and it's, it's Alexander McQueen. Um, and who can you name in the fashion industry that's a woman? Anna Winter. Yes. Oh, I wonder who the film's about. You mm, know, <laughs> cough, cough, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, but it's. It's gold. And let's face it, Anna Wintour is just a freaking icon. Oh, God, yeah. She like, is. to this day, she's just an absolute icon. I mm. feel like she would also be really sweet. Like, weirdly really sweet. Yeah. Like, I think in, if she likes you. Yeah, I think she's one of those people that if she likes you, you immediately know. Yeah, you're good. You're good to go. And you're fine. <laughs> but if you don't, like, if you don't make it on her good side immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I know a couple of people like that where it's like... You've got a. You have a temper. I do not want to be on the yeah, receiving end the of. Side of that. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. So, but it's. I also really love this film because you have those moments of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like it, like like going back with that acting moment where it is just beautiful because. She's going through a divorce. If you haven't seen the film, spoilers. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. We're we will Total be full spoiler of podcast. spoilers. Yep. Um. <laughs> But you have those moments of absolute vulnerability where she's going through that divorce and you see her interacting with her kids or not really because you just, a lot of times in that industry Mm. or in the arts in general, when you get to be in a leading capacity, whether it's um, leader of a business or you're on the Forbes 500 as a woman, you're almost anticipated and expected to not be a mom or not really be married because you can't, oh, you're a woman, you can't juggle all of that. Whereas a man supposedly can... Whereas in reality, it's just societally accepted that they're not there. Exactly, exactly. Right? Exactly. So she's really genuinely trying to have it all. She's trying to have the the husband who, if I remember correctly, screws her over on something. I don't remember the whole thing. Um, and then you have, uh, you know, the child where she doesn't really interact as well. But then she's also got Anne Hathaway's character with, you know, yeah. the assistant um, who's kind of getting this inside look in her boss's life because she's there all the time. Yeah. I think the best moment for me of all the acting, the amazing acting in that film is when, again, spoiler, Anne Hathaway comes up those stairs and that look oh, that, that Meryl Streep gives to the camera of complete betrayal. Devastation. Complete betrayal. And she looks at her as if to be like, what have you just done? Like, like in the just, middle of this yeah. argument and you've just made it way worse like because that is my assistant beautiful. has now seen me in this beautiful. completely vulnerable naked moment of my life that nobody should ever see yeah and she's seen it yeah and you it's can't just, unsee that sort of a thing it's a great moment and it, it really but is. the the one thing i do love about meryl is she can give an absolutely beautifully devastating look mm-hmm. 
without saying a thing. Yeah. And that is such a beautiful acting technique that so many actors, myself included, um, need to absolutely perfect because yeah. it is so effective. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just... Because being human and tr- being, you know, telling truth, you are genuinely more often than not trying to hide your emotions and trying to reveal. Yeah. So it's much more of a powerful technique to fight the emotion versus trying to be like, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. Or I'm yeah. so grief-stricken. Right, yeah. right with the, the, the hand on the chest, grief-stricken yeah. <clears throat> BS technique that you see a lot actually in theater and you see it from theater actors where we're trying to, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, overcompensate. We're overcompensating yeah. because we can't actually reveal whereas it actually does the opposite. I feel like she really does. She kind of, she and she, she is does that a theater in between yeah, and of... she is actually a theatrically trained actor from Yale yeah no <laughs> less yeah no less what what their mad theater you know acting exactly. courses is absolutely insane um i mean if you just look at some of the classmates that she went with whew, yeah. like hollywood gold at this point mm-hmm. um but yeah i just i love that film okay perfect so i did also pick Devil Wears Prada, obviously, because yeah. it is just such a good film. But um, <laughs> my second that I wanted to say from Meryl Streep is kind of like her character goes the opposite way, and it was like I've read interviews where she said this was just for fun. Yeah. It was just because I felt like doing it. it, and it is her iconic role in Mamma Mia as Donna oh, Sheridan because it's so good it's and so it brings good. joy to my heart, and I could watch it every day for the rest of my yeah, life. Absolutely. I wouldn't mind like I. I will address Pierce Brosnan's horrific Oh, singing. God. SOS and the strain and the struggle that you can see. Right oh, gosh. His, uh... It's like, he's in pain. He yeah, is he's in pain. G- in genuine pain because he can't sing. Um, it's so good. Or but... whoever taught him to sing didn't teach him properly. Like... I feel like he panicked on the day of recording. It was like, <laughs> like, just, I don't know what to do. But like, Merle... Oh she owns the winner takes it all. Oh, absolutely. She owns it. Like, I know the film is called Mamma Mia, but I know. for me, that it's, is her best I, song. I almost, almost, and I'm a big ABBA fan. Mm, like, you've heard exactly, you've heard yeah. some of my music playlists going on, yeah. and it, 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 ABBA is in there. Um, but I almost love Meryl's winner takes almost. all. Almost. Almost better than the original. So because it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I don't she think I can such sing a good it job. now without yeah. picturing myself on that kind of like beachy and the, cliff the, with the yeah, chiffon. The chiffon. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so good. And the little like run pull up she does where she's like, the one takes it off. Oh, it's so good. I love it. It's so, so good. good. And I feel like even though it was kind of one of her like laid back, I don't really mind yeah, this role. Yeah. You know, it's not a big deal if it doesn't But also well. all of the really famous actors oh, who were god, in that yeah. just for the hell of being in that like oh julie god. walters julie walters oh my god i absolutely adore julie walters and so again she's one of those that we're gonna have to do because oh, she's definitely. done so much work yep. and yep she's just genuinely brilliant in yep. like everything and but i, I like... love the dynamic between julie walters oh, yeah. and meryl streep in this one those and three... christine baranski oh it was a beautiful whoever casted yeah. that film they were they knew gold. what they were doing sheer they gold doing, sheer gold but... Yeah, the I know three she of them alone is she, sheer gold. She didn't, like, take it seriously, but I feel like she still did an amazing but acting performance. I also performance. feel like sometimes when you, as an actor, don't take a role super seriously, and it really is just for fun, Yeah, 
that you're more relaxed and you actually get some of the best performances out of it. Exactly. Like, I love it. She's not sitting there in her trailer or whatever, like, getting in the zone. Right, or thinking about, you know, oh my god, if you're doing, like, a real person, oh my god, they're gonna see this, or oh my god, this is, you know, like, I have to do this just so, right? So she, but she, I love it. I love it. She knew she wasn't getting an Oscar. Yeah. She was fine with it. Yeah. I just, and I think... She, I heard they were all drunk the entire time. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I have heard they were drunk the entire time oh they were God, filming. Oh my God, that absolutely would not surprise me. And even then, even if it's not true, it's a little rumor I love. Yeah. But even same. if it's not true, she still I mean, did so well. To be fair, filming, being drunk in Greece, because the first one was in Greece, the second one was not. Um, but the first one was in Greece. You're drunk in Greece and you're singing ABBA. Let's face it. It's joy. Like, yeah. are you really going to care if you're getting paid millions or if you're being Oscar recommended? No, you're going to have a hell of a party. Like, come on. That's going to be brilliant. I know. I know. So um, that is definitely on my list. Just Absolutely. it. I love that film. It's, it's just such so, a good. And I mean, the music, the story, the fun. I mean, it is one of those films that you savor when you are having like a bad day. Yeah. And it just puts you in a better mood. It does. Absolutely. It makes you smile. And you will sing. I don't care who you are. Yeah. If, yeah. You Absolutely. will sing. That any one song, I feel like everyone has that one ABBA song that, that if love. it comes on, they have to sing it. Mine's Waterloo. Is every it? Time. <laughs> it's Waterloo every time. I used to have it as my um my alarm to wake up to, <laughs> um and it was the Cher version specifically when oh, Cher did that album of like all the ABBA, mm-hmm. which by the way is sheer gold. Cher um, gold. It's Cher. Cher gold. Cher. Cher gold. <laughs> um. Absolutely adore that album, but no, I had Waterloo as my uh, alarm so that I would wake up in a good mood every time. And then, yeah. you, you know, you'd wake up listening not only to an ABBA song, but to Cher at the same time. Like, you can't have a bad day when you are listening to Cher or ABBA. Yeah. And if you do, you are trying to have a bad day. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah. I think mine's is probably Super Trooper because oh, the first line is it mentions Glasgow. I mean, I'm from Edinburgh, but. I mean, how if often? Some, yeah. Exactly. If somebody mentions Scotland, Scottish people we can't help it. It's like you're like, oh my god, you know where that is? Right? You know that place? I really? Love it. It's so exciting Absolutely. to know that you know. And even in the film, I was watching it with my mum because yeah, it's a mum and daughter film. It, it is. Really is. It's so good. It really is. And we were watching it together recently. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I went. Do you know if I if I never achieve anything in my life, I have one comfort. And that's that Meryl Streep knows how to pronounce Glasgow, Glasgow. Yeah. and not Glasgow or Glasgow. It's Glasgow. And she says it properly. Yeah. And I'm like, that is such a comfort yeah. to me. I agree. <laughs> like, it's just, even, you know, ABBA, they know how to say Glasgow. Yeah. But Meryl Streep knowing how to say Glasgow. Yeah, I know, right? It just comforts me in a way. Let's that... face it, Meryl Streep just in general is fabulous. Exactly. That's what this is all about. I know, but I feel like, I also feel like that she'd be really one of those amazing people. Like, I've seen her in interviews with, like, Graham Norton, and I feel like she'd be one of those amazing human beings that you just would, like, have a bottle of wine with, and you could just talk over basically anything. Anything. And she'd be really cute or really funny or adorable or whatever, and you could also be just human with her. I feel like she's I feel like she's very grounded. Yeah. I feel like she's very, very grounded as a human being. I agree. What's your, what's your next pick? Uh, my next pick actually is one of her really early works and it's, um, it's actually got a weird connection to Mamma Mia, I'll be honest, um, <laughs> which we can talk about. It's actually more of a connection to Mamma Mia 2, but we'll talk about that in a second. 
Um, but it's actually a film called Silkwood. It was done in 1983. Yeah. 1983. Gosh, early. Yeah, like early, not like super early, like Kramer versus Kramer, which is like really early, yeah. which is also a really good one. And I love that film because I come from a divorce household and it did put some of that divorce perspective into like, oh, I'm actually not alone. Um, yeah. but that film is horrendously sad it is really sad um anyways point being um is silkwood and it has kurt russell and meryl streep and they're in this Mm. relationship but then you also have Cher. whoa (laughs) why not um and Cher does actually a really brilliant job she's not really super known for being an actor she's obviously known for being the pop superstar that she freaking is the freaking queen um but it's really, really well done. It is about a whistleblower um, for a nuclear power plant in, oh. um, yeah, in Oklahoma. And uh, Meryl Streep plays Karen Silkwood. Karen Silkwood obviously is the whistleblower, and she lives with her um, boyfriend, who is Kurt Russell, uh, who also works at the plant, and uh, one of her best friends, who is Cher. Um, and, uh, share also, they all work at this power plant. It's one of those small towns, uh, in Oklahoma that the main, we all work in, the we same all place. work in the same place. Um, and she is kind of digging into the working conditions that they're in and it's not great. I mean, you're in a power plant for God, you're in a nuclear <laughs> power plant type situation and yeah, your conditions are horrendous. Um, like people are getting quote unquote cooked as they use in Whoa. the, in the, in the film, but it, it doesn't mean like you're <laughs> burning. It means like you are contaminated, but that's I like see. the slang term Okay, is you're, you're cooked. Um, so you're basically, if you are quote unquote contaminated, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. Like you just, you, you're, you are basically, a living, you're, you're a living dead man basically at that point. I guess if you it's are, like cancer vibes. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, so she ends up going through unions and, um, kind of becomes a big pawn in the union and not a pawn, so to speak, but she's getting information to them and she's getting information with, um, that the fact that they're doctoring evidence Mm -hmm. and, you know, it is a whole situation and it is a really intriguing, um, uh, not really biopic because it's not, I mean, it is based on a real person, um, who was named Karen Silkwood, who was in fact a whistleblower of a nuclear power plant in Oklahoma and she died under rather mysterious circumstances. Car accident. Um, but it is really well acted and it is very human. Mm. It really focuses on her and her relationship. It really focuses on her and Cher's relationship because, um, in the 1980s, you obviously didn't show a lot of LGBTQIA Mm. representation. Um, and Cher is playing a lesbian who is not so closeted. There's a, right. a moment where it's like kind of hinted at, but then it becomes really obvious because she brings a woman home right. and there's a whole relationship with that. And it's really interesting to see that representation and to see, you know, a whistleblower in the 1980s. Um, the actual instance happened in the mid seventies. So about a decade before, yeah. um, but it's, it's a really good film. I highly recommend it. It's not really well known anymore and it, because it just yeah. didn't get super well received, but the acting is beautifully done share genuine acting going on in there like there's a genuine conversation between her and meryl where you you can relate to at some point absolutely 
um, whether it's from a best friend or an unrequited love or whatever, it's, it's a very real conversation and it is really well done. And there's, you know, relationships as well with her and Kurt Russell that there's a conversation. So it's a very human film. Mm. Um, and it's just really beautiful and it's a really well done film, I I'll think. Have to watch personal. It. Yeah, I'll see if I can track it down for you. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. So that would probably be my number two. Um yeah, so my next pick yeah. is Series of Unfortunate Events. I love that film. Um because it is good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. It is good. I think it's a really good adaptation from the books to the f- I, I mean like they did miss out bits and pieces. Well yeah, I mean they went from five what, five books? six books to yeah. a two, two hour and a half hour two hour is two hours it's two, two hours, hours film yeah. yeah so so yeah they're gonna yeah. Have to, they're gonna have to chunk i mean bits. to be fair not every film that goes from book to film can be you know the length of Ex- lord of the rings so you know exactly. <laughs> so um yeah most people don't i think people forget she's in that film i forget she's in that film which is the sign of a really good Which actor, is. Is that you she know? melts into the film. And she does. And I think she just, like, the character, I can't remember the character, Ant something. Yeah. Ant something. But she's, like, the guardian for a little while. For a wee bit, yeah. And she just, she plays this mousy, you know, not introverted, because she's not introverted. She's, like, eclectic, yeah. eccentric yeah. type character. You know, yeah, she's, yeah. she's just, like, completely shut into her little house on a cliff and yeah. like she just oh she embodies the little like her little mannerisms where she like starts to play around her mouth like yes. it's so good like as and her actor, dynamic can, and her oh, dynamic God, with Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. yeah so good he comes yeah. out this like absolutely flamboyant like hello and <laughs> she's like <laughs> like it's it. so good I love it. it but um yeah as an actor watching I think that's one of the best things about Mel Streep is she has these kind of different ways of moving like yeah. she does change how she moves yeah. with every character she brings out and that you know? is that is very method that oh is, god yeah. that is very much so a, a method acting it's slightly different from um for those of you that are unaware there are different acting techniques and styles um meryl uh heath ledger um there's a couple of other actors daniel day lewis daniel day lewis oh my god he is absolutely method 100 percent without question um, but they are method actors and what method actors means is that they truly go through the research and go through, um, embodying that character yep. the entire time that they are portraying that character. Yep. Um, whereas a lot of other actors, um, go a little bit more along the lines of Stanislavski or the Declan, um, mm. techniques where it's much more about, um, I mean, like it's like it's more portraying yeah. while you are on set, while you were on stage, while you are um, in that moment. Whereas method, you'll take the character home with you yep. um, for a while, and that eat can the food be they eat, yeah, and that do can, like you are really trying to get into the head of the person. Um, and it is a really brilliant technique, but it can be really dangerous. Yeah, um, like Heath Ledger unfortunately um went a little too far and went a little too dark and that is mm. one of the dangers of being an actor and doing yeah. method is you can go too dark even with them um, um, like christian bale doing yeah. the mechanist he did where he yes he, where dropped, he dropped massive weight uh, you know, to be absolute skin and bone and then he did did he do dick cheney and he put 
on a huge amount of weight. And you know that's dangerous. That's very dangerous. Um, So method acting can be done very safely. It can be done very well. um, But it can also be very scary. And it can also be done very badly. But Meryl Streep is a uh, method actor through and through, from my understanding. I don't think she's quite as... Quite as in depth as Daniel Day Lewis, but she's close. Um, yeah. But she's yeah. absolute brilliant, and I she does it under very serious advisement as well. So yeah, so that I think There's, that's yeah yeah one of my picks. Anyway. But I, I love that film. I love. I think that people film. forget it. Yeah, and it's easy. I mean, I do get it. It is easy to forget. She has. So, I think she's in it for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, she's yeah. Her screen so, time in it is so limited. It is, um, but it is so. Well it's done. gold. Yeah. Every minute is gold. Yes, yeah. what it is. And then. Um, Let's see. Sorry, we've this got a fly in line. studio. Um, that'll be fun for YouTube. Um, <laughs> the uh, my my next pick. We're on three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. My my third pick would be. He just wants to talk about Mile Street too. This yeah, fly. I guess is this just fly like... is also a fan. Um, my third pick is going to be Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I adore that film. Um. Watch it almost every Halloween because it is just creepy enough. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know? Um, it's kind of in the same league as, like, The Addams Family mm. with Angelica Houston, which we will have to do again um, because she's brilliant. Yeah. But uh, absolutely <laughs> love that film. I adore that film. Um, yeah, it's just gold. It's comedy gold. And it really... I mean, it does talk about, obviously, the fear and the vanity of aging um especially if you are an actor because she plays an actor if you haven't seen the film Meryl Streep is playing an actor and uh Goldie Hawn uh is in it and she's playing I think she's a writer writer. yeah she's a writer um and uh Bruce Willis is in it and Bruce Willis is married to Meryl Streep's character and he is a cosmetic cosmetic surgeon um yeah which actually weirdly happens a, a lot, lot. <laughs> um now that i think about it especially in hollywood um but so meryl is getting you know she's getting the the lines on her face and you know her boobs are sagging and her butt isn't quite as perky and you know she's starting to see the lines on her hands and yada 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 and um obviously being an actor she's like worried that it's going to completely ruin and affect her career which unfortunately in hollywood it does um you know, when you sh- a lot of times when you start to show signs of aging, yeah, um, you stop getting a lot of the really interesting films that you get sometimes in your thirties. Um, and in an interview <laughs> with Meryl and Graham, she said, "When I turned forty, uh, I got three different witches in the same year. Oh my I got gosh. offered three different witches in the same year. One of them, I believe, if it I was, it's I think, might have been Into the Woods, if I remember correctly. Um, to be fair, in that." That, but that's a brilliant... That, yeah. Yeah. And that is my fourth favorite, actually. So we'll, we'll talk, talk about that in a second. But um, into the, uh, in, in um, Death Becomes Her, it is, it is a comedy. It's a dark comedy, um, but it's well done. And it talks about, you know, uh, the friendship eventually of these two women where they kind of have this dark duty secret that they kind of have to be, that they kind of have to stick with. Um, but Bruce Willis also being cast is this kind of awkward, awkward um nerdy nerdy type character who's you know always pleasing who wants to always please her doesn't you know have much of an opinion about things yep. um and no he, backbone whatsoever right and then through this whole process of what happens in the film i don't want to ruin it completely 
um, if you've not seen it because it is really, really funny cute. and you really should watch it. Um, this whole process, he ends up gaining a backbone and eventually is just like, you're on your own. Yep. I'm done. Tired of this because I'm going to have to live with this forever. I'm not going to live with it forever. I want to have a life. Yeah. Um, and so, but it is, it is, it is really good. It is a genuine, it is a genuine dark comedy. It is. That's like, why there's I would so say. few that are actually genuine dark comedy films, in my opinion, that yeah. are like really well done. Don't just done. get silly. You know? Right. They don't get to, they don't get, they either get really silly or they go so dark that it's no longer funny. Yeah. Um, and this one has a really nice balance yeah, and definitely. it's very relatable in so much as, you know, dealing with a relationship with a friend, dealing with the relationship of a, of a significant other, dealing with a relationship with your own self. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and what we all kind of find eventually at some point in life, I mean, we all go through the aging process. We all find the, the crow's feet or the wrinkles or the white hairs, which I have recently found four of. Um, <laughs> you know, the trauma. The trauma. Trauma. <laughs> I'm not old enough to have greys, and yet I have found, like, four or five, like, greys. you're starting to feel the, the And I'm starting street. to feel it, and I'm starting to realize that that film is lot more relevant and it's not funny i mean it is funny but it's not <laughs> funny shouldn't be happening to me oh my god you know not me her not no, me. no it's all her it's all meryl she can pull off the grades i can't don't do it to me and the irony of that film is merle has aged so, so gracefully. gracefully she just knows that she's and she's life. gorgeous exactly exactly you know and god if i had half the genes of some of my friends who are i i get along better with a lot of people who are older anyways mm -hmm. But if I had half of the genes, half of the decent genes of some of my friends who were in their 50s, 60s, and, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they're like, oh, I'm 40 years older than you. I'm like, yeah, but you don't you look don't it, look you it. bitch. <laughs> I can think of one friend in particular. <clears throat> you know, she's Greek, and she doesn't crack. <laughs> like, I love you, but seriously? Age. <laughs> like... Stop looking little, like, like my sister. Yeah, stop, stop looking like my mom. Stop, you know, stop looking like, you know, you're in your mid-40s. Please look like you're in your 50s. Because <laughs> I'm never going to look that good. Damn it. Yeah, it's the pure irony of I know. Thing. I love it. I, I love, love her. I f again, I feel like she would be really fun to have yeah. that conversation with. 100%. I mean, um, I know age is just a number, but... And, of course, we're hearing this as we're 20s. But exactly. Just, but still, it's like... We're in the arts. We're we're actors as well, and it still is like, can we just get some work, please? Please, yeah. Please. Um, I don't want to look twelve. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to have to look twelve when I'm twenty four, twenty six. Exactly. Yep, exactly. You know, I'd be okay with being a little bit older, but not that much older. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyways, point being, love that film. It's a brilliant great film. film. Brilliant film. It's um, a great film. So I also had Death Comes Her. So I'm going graze right over and go to my my final pick now yeah um which is fantastic mr fox I love the, that film. it's odd i know lots of, it's audio acting it is voice acting oh it's absolutely acting because your face isn't there exactly and it is i just think i would never in my life put george clooney and meryl streep together no. as soon as they did what a power couple. Oh I my know. god. Like, I totally support that yeah. relationship yeah. now. Like, because in my head, I, I don't know why, but Meryl Streep's always... She's not older than George Clooney. No, I know. in my head, yeah. I've always been like, oh no, Meryl Streep's older than George Clooney. He, she's not. Yeah. It's just the way that Hollywood has made you, like... Absolutely. George Clooney is the suave guy. He's the Absolutely. romantic interest. Meryl Streep isn't. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, they've totally done that to me. And as soon as they put them together, I was like, 
this makes absolute sense. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. And it works. they are beautiful together in that film. And Merle just like I think she just brings the mother. She brings that mother oh, she's element. She's so matriarchal. She is. She really is, but like in the best way possible. Oh, so so amazing. And like I think she has you don't I don't know if my brain necessarily thinks of Meryl Streep as having a soothing voice, but in that sh- the way she she's, plays yeah, it. Yeah, and she's actually done a few um narrating documentary pieces where she does the voice for that exactly. and it works. She's she can really it works. like bring it down and make yeah. it slow and like I think she really does that in that film like Yeah. I I don't even know if I w- I mean when it came out I was like what 12 <laughs> but like yeah, what, I, mean, I didn't realize it was her like yeah. I, I really didn't and I think yeah. that is just the magic of a good actor yeah. especially in voice acting is when you don't even yeah. know it's them you go yeah really well just to give you another example um like the guy the the actor for um Bart Simpson oh it's a woman a woman exactly it's a woman and she's brilliant yep and she does a bunch of other voices too that you would never know she, doesn't she do uh, Rugrats yeah, the same person. I feel yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. She's and so um, you know, really, I, I took her. She took a master. She did a master class, and it gave me a whole different perspective on voice acting because I was like, "Holy smokes!" Mm-hmm. Like it's absolutely ge- genius. Um, but, yeah. but no, yeah. When you get an actor who can do theater, who can do film, and who can do voice, voice acting. Exactly. To me, personally, that is the triple threat. Holy trinity of That's acting. the triple threat as an actor. It's not the dancing, the singing, and the acting. It's when you can do film, when you can do stage, and you can do voice acting, yeah. and you can do it well. Yeah. That's where I think the new definition of, of triple threat needs to go. Yeah. Instead of being, you know, relying on singing, dancing, and acting. Yeah, because they don't necessarily go hand in hand. Hand in hand, exactly. Like, there's plenty of people on this planet that I'm sure are brilliant actors and can dance. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Does but then it there's a bunch acting? of but then there's a bunch of dancers who are fabulous, who think they can act, who really can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because the skills aren't transferable. You mm-hmm. know, and it's. I mean, yeah, having a stage presence, absolutely, that's a transferable skill. But. I think there are elements. It's, yeah. But it's, I just think, I mean, I don't know if Meryl Streep can dance. I've never actually seen Meryl Streep dance. Well, she sort of kind of dances in Mamma Mia, and then she sort of kind of... shimmy. (laughs) Yeah, and then she sort of kind of dances again in her cameo in, which, sorry, spoiler for Mamma Mia 2, because it's just a cameo. She's really not in it at all that long. Does she dance? She sort of kind of dances. Cher does more dancing in Mamma Mia 2. I think they do two steps. I don't think I would count it. I'm I'm a trained dancer so i don't think i would yeah. you know necessarily i think Cher actually does more dancing with fernando with that song fernando that she did. oh yeah because you do that little yeah spinny that thing. little yeah yeah which by the way is gorgeous and that version of fernando i definitely oh, really oh god no no i love the song but uh, no. I'm a, I'm a diehard chair fan, I'm sorry. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. If Freddie Mercury diehard. covered Fernando, Ooh, that would be my new that would favorite be good. version of That would Fernando. be good. It would. It w- sorry, Freddie. Yeah. One day I will hear you sing, whether you believe it or not. But, I know. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, so, okay, so we've got your... That's mine. That's yeah. so, that is yours. Okay, so I've got two more. Um, my other two that are my favorites are um, Iron Lady... Um, which is amazing mm. because you get to see her portray a real life human being. Um, 
and Which she's is a, I think it's a great pick for her as well. Yeah, and she does it really really well. And a lot of times you I mean, you see a lot of actors that either really shy away from doing real life human beings because of the fact that they can be really tricky. It can be really difficult to do somebody else Mm -hmm. which is exactly what you're doing you're doing somebody else Mm -hmm. you as an actor are doing a real life somebody else versus doing a character that you can kind of play with and you can kind of work with and you can kind of build yourself yeah um where i mean and you can kind of get away with that with characters that were obviously written like shakespeare or yeah yeah, or what have you you can you can put your spin on you can put your take on it but when you have a real life breathing human being um that you have to get accurate that almost becomes a completely different challenge in and of itself. Yeah. And they had the balls to do it mm. while Mar- while Margaret was Maggie. Sorry, I'm, I blended Margaret and Maggie there. Well, Maggie was still alive. Mm. She was still around. I think yeah. she was still alive for like another year or two. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she watched it. <laughs> I don't know if she watched it, but it still is very... I mean, I'm sure she heard it's, about it. Yeah, she definitely was um, like, okay, they're doing a film about me. Right, and Meryl Streep is playing me. Okay, sure. But it, you know... And that girl the, at Mamma Mia. I like that. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but the way that they did it was so heartbreakingly beautiful because mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, you've got Jim Broadbent who's playing her husband. I think it is, yeah. I think it's Broadbent. Um, he's playing her husband and it, you don't even realize that he's gone, that mm-hmm. he's actually not there until a little bit later in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's her way of coping with the fact mm-hmm. that he's actually not there. And that's actually really, really common um, when you lose a spouse um, or when you mm-hmm. lose a significant other that you've been with for your decades, really, yeah. in their case, um, where in some way, subconsciously, you you have these conversations. I mean, you see that portrayed a lot of times, especially with older couples when yeah. they're done in film, where it's like they're still having those conversations. Um, and I get that, absolutely. Yeah. Um, when you lose a family member, when you lose... Um, it's like talking to yourself, but... But you're not. You're it's not. almost like you're talking to them in so much as like, okay, what would they have Actually done? Yeah. What would they have given me advice on? How would they have advised me? Um, but that element of it, I think, was so beautifully done. The relationship yeah. between the two of them was much more intriguing, but you've also got that whole Thatcher era that obviously they have to talk about because yeah. of the fact that Maggie um, was... A pri- was prime minister again in a time when politics was absolutely run by men yeah first I mean, female prime minister which is yeah it is i think as somebody who is i don't know lots of people might not understand british politics especially if you're not even british people don't understand british yeah politics. i mean i'm obviously but from the states so our politics are a little bit different than with british the, the history behind british politics most people not most people but Quite a vast majority of the British public yeah. did not like Margaret Thatcher because of how she didn't, you know, ruin a whole economy, but she did ruin people's lives. She yeah. did. And I, I do think it's an amazing achievement to be the first female Prime Minister, and I'm not going to get overly political, but yeah. she did, and particularly Scottish people, people from oh, no, Liverpool. absolutely. She ruined their lives. She destroyed their families. She did horrific things that I will never forgive and I will never forget. But that film, the brilliance of the film and the brilliance of Mel Streep is I watched that film and I felt sorry for Margaret Thatcher, who is inherently probably one of my least favourite people to have ever walked this planet. But she 
Meryl so, did yeah. a brilliant job in bringing margaret thatcher onto a human level exactly she, and she I, did that's yeah. one thing that i do love about meryl's acting is she genuinely makes mm. them human yeah and sympathizing with and margaret sympathizing is... is with margaret is really difficult i mean she's for those of you that are unaware of margaret thatcher obviously go look her up but margaret thatcher um was a rather conservative extremely, extremely conservative. conservative um member of the poli- of a, of the political party uh, of the Tories yeah. uh, if i remember correctly yeah that's and, what she yeah, was yeah she was a tory um and i very much so think that a lot of the politics at the time and especially even today which we're not going to get into yeah. but uh, a lot of the politics at the time with the tories um were much more business orientated less person orientated type situation mm-hmm. and i definitely think that Margaret Thatcher, as a woman, had to kind of maybe warp her own political personality to appease the men that she worked with and also the party that she worked for mm. um, in order to be a prime minister. And I think some of it didn't work out into her favor because of the fact that she was a woman and because of the fact that she was in the Tory party. Um, I think that's definitely the will, the way the film portrays it. That is it. absolutely the way the film portrays it. I think um, I, you can't see for truth because because we don't know her. We don't know her, and she might regret some stuff. Absolutely, maybe she um, does. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. But, but the film—that's how it is yeah. portrayed for sure in the film—is that she kind of had to adjust her political view in order to appease the party, in order to get ahead, in order to achieve what she wanted to do in order to be in the leading position that she was in as a woman in a political party, in a political situation that was run by men. Um, so it was a really intriguing film. And the thing that did it, the way that they did it so right was they focused a lot of it on Margaret, not on the politics, but on yeah. Margaret and her relationships. Which was the right thing to which do. Which was the, definitely the right thing to do. I the, think the right way to portray that. Again, as somebody whose family and country was yeah. affected by her decisions, which they were, because yeah. nobody can make those decisions but you. Yeah. Um, and she did do it for personal gain. It wasn't for any yeah. other, you know, reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I that's why I think it was a good film, because I will never agree with her. I'll never like her. But I did... For at least that, what, two hours? Yes, yeah, two Sympathise with yeah. her. I thought, what a shame. What a hard life. What yeah. a difficult thing to go through. While she didn't actually have a hard life, she did have difficult moments. Yeah, absolutely. And I think... But, you know, and she had a lot take... of... Di- I mean, she and she had a lot of difficult decisions, uh, as any prime minister would. Yeah. You know, um, but... But I think the thing is with biopics is you've got to take them all with a pinch of salt. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is not... It's not a documentary. It's right. not true. It's yeah. not... 100% factual but I do think I think Mel Streep in particular gave a really great performance great, yeah I felt sorry especially for especially given how they started the film and how they ended the film yeah. um, and the vulnerability again that you get to see this kind of private life viewing mm-hmm. um, yeah. and these inner struggles that you get to see Meryl does such a brilliant job of bringing these little moments and and these inner struggles and the vulnerability. And that's one reason why she's absolutely a stunner of an actor because she's able to give those vulnerability moments 
time to breathe. Mm. And she does it so well. Yeah. She does it so well. She is a true, true master class of an actor to watch. Definitely. From start to finish. Speaking of, last pick, what, what do you... My last pick is Into the Woods. <laughs> yeah, um, I forgot. <laughs> my last pick is is Into the Woods uh, because I'm a mad Sondheim fan. Um, and she carried the film. She did. Absolutely she did. carried the film. I love Emily Blunt. I really do. I think she's brilliant. Uh, and Chris Pine did a fabulous job with that film mm. but um Meryl Streep carried the film as the witch 100% I definitely agree I think she just gave such a solid performance like she was comedic relief whilst also being the most serious character in the whole play like, exactly in the whole musical yeah. sorry like like the, she did have the comedy moments, but then also yeah. at the same time you're like, she is right though. Yeah. Like, like you, you, she's quote unquote supposed to be like this villain ish. She does nothing but mind her own business. Right. But she's not. She is not a villain at all. No. Um. And Meryl again does a brilliant job of having uh, such a skillfully done performance that really nobody is seriously going to take seriously for award season or anything yeah. like that. But she does such a brilliant job with this this character in so much as that she... Um, and she, you, you see this beautiful transformation as well, which oh, I love. Oh, yeah. Right? You go from this kind of run-down type... Haggard. Haggard hag. Really, yeah. <laughs> um, to an absolute stunner in blue. Yeah, yeah. I mean... She goes from being like a witch to a goddess. Yeah, and she is an absolute god. Absolute goddess in blue, with the blue hair, the blue costuming, the long nails, um, the Mm. subtlety of the makeup, because the makeup wasn't super overdone either, which I really appreciated. Um, And I think, personally, the only one who ever did it better, or even came close, was the original, which was Bernadette Peters. Exactly, Bernadette, yeah, exactly, Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters, I mean, that whole bit... In both the film and in the play, which I believe you can f- track down the play still. Um, the Last Midnight bit? Is that the bit you Last mean? Midnight mm. are gold. And then you've also got the uh, the whole run through with the vegetables. Oh my gosh. That whole like wrap. A good bit. Yeah. It's like basically a wrap of vegetables. Yeah. And I'm like, this is sheer gold. Love Sondheim for that. God rest his whole. Like seriously. Yeah. Absolute legend. Um and still lost him too soon, even though he was, what, in his 90s? I think so, um, yeah. <laughs> Like, long life. Um, but no, Bernadette Peters and Meryl Streep, absolutely the witches to compete with uh, every single time. Oh, probably, Like, yeah. move over Alphaba, even though I love Wicked, I, move yeah. over Alphaba <laughs> for these two absolute brilliant, legends brilliant. Um, when it comes to the witch in Into the Woods. It's yeah, absolutely definitely, cool. Definitely. But yeah, definitely. she... She carried that role. She carried that film 100%. She did. She really did. Um, Chris Pine, though, did brilliant. And we still make jokes about agony, though. Uh, agony. Yeah. It is. Yeah. He can sing, but... I love it. I know. It's so funny. It's so funny because he's... Point, yeah, and know. that's the entire point. Is he make, he's, he's, it's a little more comedic. But, um, no, Into the Woods uh, as, is my musical choice. Um, where, where mine's is Mamma Mia. Yours is Mamma Mia. <laughs> Uh, the soundtrack, though, for Mamma Mia, I would listen to it for brilliant. hours. 
and the end of the woods like i would listen to again for hours i think the thing with into the woods though is like i'll listen to any song that merle streep is in but if merle streep isn't in it i'm not listening yeah no that's fair i don't want to hear Um, anybody but merle streep no that's absolute fair um and i think all the cast of that musical agree with me i'm sure they're all like yeah yeah let's be fair merle is fabulous she is absolutely fabulous but i love absolutely adore meryl streep i think she's there's so many other fabulous films that she's done exactly um, and she's yeah and that she's working on i know she's working on other stuff um the latest thing that i it's not my favorite but it was really funny and it was a serious commentary um was don't look up yeah yeah Yeah. it was really good and like scary scary commentary on the united states i think especially. the commentary was the was the deal like yeah i, I don't know if i found it funny but no, i did it was, I, I think i think it was an important film it was almost to too accurate yeah it exactly was yeah. too accurate because, the points that were meant to yeah. be funny you're like yeah but that actually but that actually happened, happened or that <laughs> could have happened or wow um something like that did happen yeah so, exactly i thought it was absolutely a great film it's our bonus film I think for this one, maybe. It's I think my there's bonus. better Meryl Streep. There's films better me. Meryl Streep films, absolutely. But for like, if you are in the mood for a bizarre satire, mm, that's what I would say. That would definitely be a recommendation right now. But um, um, but no, there's so many that she's in, that she's going to be in, that she's been in, that she will be in. Like she's she is that she actor. is she that is actor that. who is going to have just a really long, long career, even though yeah. she's already had a really long, long career. So top five, yeah. If we had to cut out, well, obviously, Devil Wears Prada Devil and Wars Death Prada. becomes her. Death becomes her. Or in that list, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, we have three different. I am happy to put series of unfortunate events to the side only because she yeah. is in it for fifteen minutes. Right. Because her screen time is just her so screen limited. time is is pretty low. Yeah. So I will happily that can go yeah. into the top ten. Yeah. Top ten. <laughs> End yeah. of it. But um, what? Okay. So what would you? But Devil Wears Prada, one hundred percent. Um, and Death Becomes Her, absolutely. We've I would agree. Yeah, yeah. We've agreed on Silkwood. I would absolutely serious put, film. I'd yeah, agree. for a serious production for some very good acting mm. from unexpected places yeah exactly. um yeah i would put in especially over the fact that it is a very serious topic i agree i definitely um, so agree. that is that is our number three if you can track down silkwood it's really good i think if we put fantastic mr fox in it just for the voiceover, voiceover absolutely you know just for that yeah. aspect of if you don't want to watch meryl streep face <laughs> if you if you don't want to watch actors you but wanna you want to hear her Fantastic yeah. Mr. Fox every time. Yeah, it's definitely, so good. Definitely. Yeah. What's our final pick then? Ooh, what's five? the ones we have left? We've got Into the Woods, Mamma Mia. Mia. <laughs> um, yeah. And what's your other one? You had another one. Uh, Iron, Iron Lady. Lady. Mm. That's a good. I think I'm gonna have to go with Mamma Mia on you. On oh five. yes. I think I I'm agree. gonna have. To, I will concede because it's one singing. It's it's you're singing the entire time and it is ABBA. It is ABBA. And I am a mad ABBA fan. Yeah. And I absolutely... And Mamma Mia was my number six. And it's a fluff film. Yeah, it's absolute fluff. It's fluff. There's it's no fluff. serious problems here. No. Except maybe contraception. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Let's think about um, that next There's time. that. Um, and then you can also go back and you can then watch Mamma Mia 2, which is yeah. fun. <laughs> it is fun because instead you get 
you know, and then you kind of have like a share and Meryl Streep mix, Moment, yeah, 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 and that. So and it's nice to focus on um, what's her name? Oh, her name's left my head. Sophie. Yeah. It's nice to focus on her for yeah. a little bit, and you get a little bit more of Julie Walters and Christine Baranski yeah. and, and 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 their motherly two. roles yeah. in that film. Is really I love nice. that. It's yeah, really it good. Again, Meryl Streep is fabulous. Mamma Mia is absolute fluff. Um, <laughs> It really Both Mamma Mia 1 and 2. 2 is not filmed in Greece at all. Um, no. And anybody who says it is is absolutely lying to you because it's not. It was filmed, I, feel, I believe it was filmed in Czech, in the Czech Republic, I think if it I remember was, correctly. Yeah. The um, producers just wanted a holiday and were like, yeah, where have we not been? been yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, but yeah, you can go back and watch 1 and 2 yeah. and it's, it's just fun. 2 for the price of 1. Exactly. Two They're fun. The and you get ABBA music. Yeah. All the way through. And you get Mall Street. So yeah. it's like, yeah. what else could you want in life? Yeah. You get Meryl and you get Cher. You get Cher in two, but you get Meryl in one yeah. and you get Cher in two. And exactly. then you get Julie Walters and Kristen Baranski in both in of both. them. In both. Exactly. So, and Colin Firth in both. Yeah, to be fair, he's gorgeous. I do love him in those films. He's I gorgeous. Really, he is. He's a lovely man. But, um... Yeah, no, yeah. So that is our that is our top five with so, our top ten. Obviously. Yeah, so our top five, just to run down back again, are going to be Devil Wears Prada, one hundred percent every yep. time, uh, and then we've got Death Becomes Her, Death Becomes Her, and then Silkwood because Silkwood. it's brilliant, fantastic, Mister Fox, absolutely, and, and then two for the price of one with Mamma Mia's and the Mamma Mia's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Those are definite recommendations. Hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like if you watch those films, you get a good idea of Meryl Streep. Absolutely, and her acting technique. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure, because you get her in musical, you get her young, like really young, yeah, exactly. in Silkwood. Um, and, and you see her get, process. And her... you see the whole process, and then you see her in her absolute peak with Devil Wears Prada. Oh, definitely. Um, and then you get... Um, you know, the absolute fluff that is Mamma Mia. It's just beautiful. So, but if you want to watch them in like a particular order... Um, if you're one of those people, like I kind of am, if you want to watch her from like early stages into like current stuff, yeah, um, I would go. Um, what was it? Silkwood? Silkwood, I think, is first, and then Death, um, becomes, Death, her? Death becomes her, and then you're gonna want to watch um, probably Devil Wears Prada, yeah. and then um, Mamma Mia, I think, comes before Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, and then Mamma Mia for fluff, and then you get her voice work there at the end with Fantastic yeah I think Fox. that's it yeah I think that's all so right. those are those are definite recommendations for Meryl and it's been so much fun it has I've, I've loved she's it she's fabulous she's amazing to talk about I mean you could talk about it forever but, oh absolutely um, we are going to wrap up there thank you all for joining us if you do want to join us for our additional um podcast episodes we will do an additional one every month with yeah. directors or genres or are just opinions just yeah whatever we decide we just, to give an opinion we, on. we will give you a heads up as to which one we have decided on um and we'll put that on our patreon yes our patreon. um that you can check out uh you can check us out on patreon spotify and, and YouTube. youtube um all of that information will be on each one of their link Linked bios will, yeah. yeah it'll be lincoln it'll be it'll be all it'll be abraham together. lincoln all over the place <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we'll we'll put all of that information into every bit of bio that we can get you. And um, but yeah, so who are we doing next week? Do you want to tell them who we're doing next week? Oh my god, 
It's a controversial for some people, but for me, it's not controversial. Not at all. How dare you? He is a exactly. gorgeous man. He's a beautiful human being. It and is, he's a brilliant actor. It is Johnny Depp. Yeah, it is none other than the legend, the icon, the Johnny captain. Depp. The captain. <laughs> of, you know, everything. Tim Burton's right-hand man. Absolutely. <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter's best friend. Yeah. Um... That is the legend of Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. So make sure you, you join us for that one because it will be same as Merle. It will be a bunch of amazing films. It'll be great recommendations. It'll be our favorites. Again, it'll be total opinions, but there'll be a little bit of critique in there on style and, you know, some mm. stuff. And we will have very different uh, opinions on some stuff and some um, I opinions on on select movies of what makes Johnny Depp Johnny Depp and what Definitely. makes him tick, but we will also have some very 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 similar picks that are just absolute icons, iconic iconic films. So yeah. thanks again for joining us, and we will. Yeah, and I am ca- Sammy, and this is Olivia, and we enjoyed having our time with you. Hopefully, you will check us out next week. Yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. See ya.